Hello and welcome to the Literary Licence Podcast Christmas Special. We are live from East Finchley, North Finchley and Connecticut. I'm with the lovely Ramona, Mario from Hartford and David Grant. I'm your host, Craig Johnson, the one and only. We are tonight doing the, the Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe by C.S. Lewis, the 1988 TV serial from BBC TV. Um, this was the um, it was first broadcast in 1988, uh, and it is the Narnia is the home of the great lion Aslan. Yeah, during his long absence, his arch enemy, the evil white witch, places Narnia in, a, in an eternal winter. However, the, with the return of Aslan and the arrival of the four Pe- Pevensey children, who are also from Finchley. Ah, the Narnians and a hope to end the tyranny of the witch. <laughs> Let's cut to the trailer and I'll, we'll be right back. Coming soon to BBC One, the Chronicles of Narnia. Beginning with The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, C.S. Lewis's classic tale of magic and mystery in a faraway land. in the wardrobe coming soon to bbc one hello and welcome to the literary license podcast <laughs> tonight we're discussing the lion the witch in the wardrobe 1988 what are your thoughts guys i bloody loved it i think it's <laughs> it's one of my favorite ever serials honestly guys i mean i've watched it my first time when i was eight years old yeah. and i was in awe and that was the book that got me reading Really, that got you into, yeah. Well, do you know what? I remember watching this in year five or six of my primary school, and it was the 80s, and the te- the teacher would bring out this massive TV on a big wheelie stand, yeah. <laughs> and we would just be so excited because yeah. we were like, wow, we're going to watch something on TV. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was either that, or we'd watch the drag Through the Dragon's Eye. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. love, love that one. Yeah. I used to love Look that. and read. Look and read. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this brings back a lot of childhood memories for yeah. me. And I, I re-watched it with my mum last week because um, I've got the box set. <laughs> and um, I just think it is <laughs> ah, that's the one. so that's beautifully it. made. Like, it makes you feel so Christmassy and warm and yeah when you see the costumes and I don't know, I'm trying to work out where the location was for this. Do you know what? I was trying to find out where it was and I was looking and there was no indication where it was set at all. Anyway. It looks like it's set in Scandinavia somewhere. I don't know why. It's got that feel about it. You know, it looks like, um, doesn't look like England. Because it was definitely cold because you could see their breath. Well, because I yeah, thought it was studio, and I realised when they walk through that cupboard, they are freezing. Maybe they go to Newcastle. <laughs> and they put those you know? <laughs> big furry coats on. Yeah. You know, well, you're <laughs> about the, the lion, the witch, the wardrobe. Like, we'll go through the wardrobe, we'll end up on the Tide River. Bloody freezing. <laughs> it's enough to freeze your winning yeah, it's, it's enough to freeze your Narnia off. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hold on. Right. I've just found out. They filmed this yeah. at Mar-no- 
Marnorbia Castle in Wales. Ah, Wales. So hey. I then it was, it's possibly around the Helvellyn area then, right. where it's really cold and there's a lot of snow and ice. That's kind of weird. They would choose that spot yeah. because that's where the original King Arthur, well, Winchester, I know. Mm. And uh, Winchester was like the, the where the round table was, but the whole legend, you know, the original mm. Britons or the Welsh, mm. you know, we're, we're just invaders. <laughs> It's just, it was just amazing. All the sets they did back then for that type of show, the CGI and everything was incredible. I mean, you know, all the little demons that come out of the forest and like that, the witches are hanged. Big Mick played was Little Man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Leslie Nichol. Leslie Nichol. I don't know if you know Leslie Nichol. She was Mrs. Beaver, but she is also... The cook in Downton Abbey. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, so I like I like when Edmund is being a a little little brat, yeah. And he comes out, and she and the Queen. He meets the White Witch, and he, and she gives him Turkish delight. delight, and it always makes me so hungry. <laughs> the way they acted that because Suggested. it was so cold, yeah. And it just looks so warm and enticing. Yeah, <laughs> and she was a really scary witch. She yeah. was. I mean, Barbara Kellerman outdid herself. Yeah, she's amazing, honestly. But I tried looking to see if she's done anything. Barbara Kellerman. Yeah. yeah, and she's done nothing since you know then. Yeah, <laughs> but she's never you know, she scared me. She literally <laughs> scared the shit out of me yeah. when Edmund went back into the house I'm sorry I'm not supposed to swear I'm not I'm not sure if we're allowed to do that yeah, but yeah. I apologize everybody but she did scare me <laughs> and she said how dare you come along did <laughs> I not tell you again and yeah. the yeah. others with you and I, was like, <laughs> I was like hiding behind the sofa I literally jumped <laughs> Like, you know, I'm so scared. And he yeah. was younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> and she kills Father Christmas. I mean, that's bad. No, that's pretty She bad. freezes him. What? No. Did into she? Into stone. What, into a popsicle? Doesn't she turn him into stone? No, she doesn't do And I think you got the... Were you watching the right one, Craig? Yeah. <laughs> Father Christmas is there on his sleigh, and then yeah. she just goes for him. Uh... No. <laughs> I think it's me. But the deleted scene. <laughs> Bert Parnaby played Father Christmas. Yeah, but he's not a lord yet. Bloody hell. She didn't slay him. I mean, um, yeah, she did him. him yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. she did. Okay. <laughs> but he gave presents to the um, three children Peter, Susan, and Lucy. Yeah. Go to Susan with the horn. Do you think Lucy got the teeth done now? <laughs> and she got the dagger, Lucy got the dagger with the medicine. Yes, yeah. That's it. She wanted to fight in the battle, you see, but he wouldn't oh. let her. Do you play this with your child with your students? What they're lying a witch on a wardrobe. Yeah. They actually do the story in year four. When oh, the right. in wardrobe. And I actually did the library book display outside the library. Okay, yeah. cool. Which was, okay, you know, okay, I'll my... show you after, put it on the group chat. But, you know, they absolutely, they watch this version every yeah. year. Oh, brilliant. Because it's weird yeah. that you said it because, um, that you mentioned about doing this podcast, because I gave my little brother mm. the Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe box set 
books that were mine and I gave it to him for his birthday this year. Yeah. What did he think of them, you know? He's, I think, I'm not sure, I have to find out. He's going to have to find out at Christmas. <laughs> well, it's like, it wasn't, uh, hold on, it's C.S. Lewis and, and Tolkien. Yeah, that's the ones I've yeah, got. That's... Yeah, I've got them. These, these are the ones which the... I found in Covent Garden Market for five oh, the, pounds. The book jackets are beautifully done. Really nice. Very it's odd. amazing. Yeah. Because Tom Baker's in the silver chair, isn't he? Yeah. Yes, he is. He's in all all parts of the silver chair. That was, for funnily enough, that was my least favourite of the yeah. series. Right. The silver chair. So the, the, the movie was like... Prince Caspian. Loved the, uh, it. Mm. Loved the Prince Caspian one. And it, <laughs> it was like, they don't believe Lucy that she's seen Aslan, and then they do believe her as well. It's just... It, yeah. The whole of it is the main Adam. thing. Adam. And what was and great was of Eve. was that there was an arc with it towards the end and you didn't realise that the, the professor was the boy at the beginning of the very first book. Professor, um, I can't remember his names, in The Magician's Nephew. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, wow. He has been to Narnia. You could see in his face. Once a king in Narnia, always a king in Narnia. Once a queen, he would say that to them at the end. And he had been them himself as a boy. It's beautiful. You know, they use music to sing the, the world into the film. Made, color, the film. You know? I know this is sidetracking because I'm talking about yeah. the film, but the film made me very emotional because um, after I watched the Dawn, the Dawn Treader. I realised it twigged that they were actually just, it was such a traumatic event, the Second World War, um, that they were using that as an escapism um, during being evacuated out of their homes. Maybe. And they used Narnia as as a fantasy world to escape the reality of of war. war, And that really made me emotional when I watched the movie. And that's more, it's more adamant in the film than in the series. Yeah. they played it down a lot in the TV series, didn't didn't they? A lot by yeah. the actual film. Yeah. What were mm. your standout moments? Well, obviously, um, the witch shouting <laughs> down at Edmund when he came through the to the house, which was yeah. amazing. The battle between the white witch at the end as well yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I can't. The sacrifice of Aslan. Yes. On the table. Yes. Yes. I mean, I'm sorry, everything stood out for me. (laughs) It was just like a magical kingdom, you know. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the the lion's like quite a sim, sim, um, symbolic, symbolic, isn't it? The you know, Jesus like, Christ moment. represents Jesus. Yeah, doesn't it's it? very uh, Christ, and also yeah. in like uh, Rastafarianism, you know, with Bob Marley, you know, you have the lion, the uh, Zion. When you have the lion, you know, right, yeah, the lions, uh, this lion, uh, Richard the Lionheart, you go all mm. the way through history, it's always a lion. And the a lion unicorn. is strength, you know, and a well, unicorn, yeah, the unicorn yeah. is the third eye, it's a euphemism, you know, yeah, or the third eye, but uh, yeah, but fabulous. C.S. Lewis was a big friend of Tolkien. What, what were the ratings? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know, I it was six episodes, six episodes, yes, from the 13th of November. Which was my dad's birth, which is my dad's birthday. Right. Till let me just find out. Bear with everybody. I'm very sorry. From till the 18th of December 1988. Right. 
Sure. So this was when the Candyman was on the telly. Um, yes. Happiness Patrol. It's <laughs> <laughs> on uh, PBS here in the United States. Yeah, if you got a first time in the 90s, Ramona. Yeah. I don't have any viewing figures, unfortunately. No, no viewing figures at all um, on this one. But there have been many versions of the Lion of Witch and the Wardrobe. Yeah. There was a cartoon version. Yeah. As well. And they've done audio of the actual dramatized audio, which I've listened to. And there were elements from the TV series from that audio to the you know to the TV series, but it was very very different. The does, does, anyone, does anyone know what the guys are doing now, Peter? I tried to get him to come on to our show, but um, Peter Dempsey, if you are listening, please 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 come and join us one day. We would love to talk to you about the line and which and the wardrobe yeah. and all your work that you do in your in the theatre. Because he's now a theatre, um, in theatre production, he is also acting as well. Still, um, Susan, um, who played by so not Sophie Wilcox, I'm very sorry, um, Sophie Cook, yeah. she was in The Worst Witch with her twin sister. All right. Um, in the 1988, I think I 85 or 86 film, um, with Feruza Bulk. I'd like to find out from Jeffrey Perry how long it took to put all that hair on his chest. <laughs> like the, the, the character Big Mick as Little Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, Sophie Wilcox hasn't done anything since. The fox used to freak me out a little bit. Oh, yeah. He's very sly looking. More grim. Yeah. More grim. <laughs> <laughs> I think the mighty Bush used that idea. For their crack for Ken, Ken yeah. Kitson was giant rumble buffin. Oh yes, that backwards. My name. Excuse me, Mister Rumble Buffin, would you come forward? Um... <laughs> hey, you up there? <laughs> yes, hey, you up there? Come down here. <laughs> oh dear! Oh, I loved Mister Mrs Beaver. They they got me emotional towards the end. You know. <laughs> I felt like their parents. Uh, they were they were like their parents throughout the whole yeah, thing. They like the golden compass. Uh, kind of used a lot from these ideas, you know. I guess you know they're all flying around with the same sort of like concepts. Al that. Alan Seymour wrote wrote this with C uh, adapted C.S. Lewis's uh, story from the, from the book. Yeah, and um, the mu the comp the music was composed by Jeffrey Bergen, and it was produced by Paul Stone. I think they did a brilliant job. No, it's really What cool. would you rate this then, Mario? I love the music. I love the music to it. It was just gorgeous. Mm. Yes. What would you rate it? 10 out of 10 completely. <laughs> yeah. I'll give it 10 as well. I really loved it. It's I, just... I, I've got the story. box set. Yeah. Well, it's one of those stories I could watch over and over and over again at Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. 
And then, of course, it resurfaced again in the 80s as the, the old girl band, Banana Narnia Rama, <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> so uh, I need some so lucky, 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 lucky. Oh, no, it's the other one. <laughs> That's Kylie Minogue. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Oh, I can't forget. I'm going to get shot for that. Hold on, but I don't know. <laughs> waiting with a big log. Yeah. <laughs> and my, my gonk here. And your gonk, yeah. yeah. You can say the control of the band. The log and the, and and the, the gonk. And the gonk. Yeah, the mm. gnome and the gonk. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think a 10. I'll go ten. with, uh, yes. And Ramona? Uh, it was one of the shows that I ran home from school to watch. <laughs> yeah, so definitely a ten. So we've got oh, a thirty top. Yeah. Well, that, that brings <laughs> us to the end of the literary license podcast Narnia Christmas special. Yeah. Thank you for joining us, and we wish you all a very Merry Christmas yeah. and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Happy Merry Christmas. Christmas. Wish Merry Christmas. We wish, wish you a Merry Christmas, Christmas and a Happy New Year. <laughs> Good night, guys. Over the river and through the woods to grandfather's house we go. The horses away to carry the sleigh through the white and drifting snow. Over the river and through the woods, oh how the wind is blow. It stings the toes and bites the noses. Over the ground we go. Over the river and through the woods, now grandmother's cap I spy. Hurrah for the fun as the pudding done. Hurrah for the pumpkin pie. Over the river and through the woods and straight to the barnyard gate. Spring over the ground like a hunting hound for this is Christmas Day. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas Hark the bells are ringing, hear the children singing Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas Merry, Merry Christmas and a glad new year Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas Hark the bells are ringing, hear the children singing Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas Merry, Merry Christmas and a glad new year And through the woods we must hurry, we mustn't be late We seem to be going extremely slow, it is so hard to wait Over the river and through the woods while the wind is blow Hurrah for the fun is the pudding done For this is Christmas Day Merry, merry, merry Christmas Merry, merry, merry Christmas Hark all the bells are ringing And here are the children are singing Merry, merry, merry Christmas Merry, merry, merry Christmas Merry, merry Christmas And a glad new year Merry, 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 Merry,